Yeah, I've been there. What the hell were you doing there? Hunting? No, we went to Kazakhstan. Remember? Or we go to Kyrgyzstan. We went to Kazakhstan. Tajikistan. Tajikistan? Tajikistan. Oh, okay. Never mind. They all sound the same. They all look the same. It's a stan. Yeah. <laughs> they all they speak, they all speak those, Russian and what, some other f- language. One of those. F- I don't yeah. know which one it was. I just remember <clears throat> we got there. It's fucking freezing. Not just freezing, but the seats were frozen with piss. You remember? Mm-mm. I, you don't remember that? Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> are we recording right now, by the way? Okay, this is kind of a funny story. We got it. I thought we went to. I thought we went to Kyrgyzstan. Are you sure? Now I gotta look at a map. I've been Kyrgyzstan, dude. I'm telling you, I, I, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Tajikistan. I, as, as much as you're good at like looking at maps, I think you might be incorrect, and I think I'm correct. Pretty sure it's Tajikistan. Where, 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 where are they I think invading? it's Tajikistan. Tajikistan. I'm pretty where, sure it's Tajikistan. Where were they uh, invading? Where's Russia invading right now? Where are they where are they send their troops at? What was it again? Kazakhstan. Yep. Oh, you're right. It was Tajikistan. Bam. Uh, it was what do you know? I'm right again about <laughs> about a map oh, problem. Dude, I'm right dude, again. Jesus Imagine right. that. Son of a. Yeah. Anyway, we got to Tajikistan, and it was so cold. It was February. I remember that, and it was really high up. I don't know if it was the Hindu Kush mountain range. It must have. Been, it had to have been right. It's like no. It's towards the tail end of it. Like anyway, the, it, it was cold as. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was really freezing. It was minus it was, twenty. It was so cold. They made you wear these these glasses because for some reason something was going to fly in your eyes or something. I don't really know why. And every time you'd breathe out, the glasses would fog and they would freeze. And I remember I went to go take a piss, and there was frozen piss on the seat that was like six inches high. All around the rim of the seat. It just, was just from the trickling down onto the seat. And it, <laughs> yeah, like, it was just, it's just slowly frozen. building. Uh, I That's remember funny. That. That's before we, before we hopped on a plane from Tajik, Tajik, Tajikistan. Tajikistan. Holy huh. shit. Demonstration. I remember, <laughs> <laughs> the, la- the last thing I grabbed was a bag of M&M's, of course, because I was a fat body back then. I was like, give me the M&M's. Oh man! I don't even know where we went with that, but uh, yeah. Hello, welcome. This is episode who who knows and who fucking cares because you guys are over here on the greatest podcast ever known history to man. And uh, I want to tell you guys right now, at the gate, it was just me doing these by myself. But from here on out, for the most part, you guys are going to see myself with the gentleman right here. So we're going to do it. It's kind of like team do. We're kind of tag team this thing. We're going tip to tip. That's the pretty much the way it's going to go. I've tipped a tip many times with this man in the shower, so now we're going to do it here in real life for you guys. It was tipped to butt. but Tipped to butt, and yeah. it wasn't my butt, it was his. So I no, hope you guys are... Fi- that's a false statement. <laughs> I hope you guys are excited, because I am. Listen, so we both <laughs> took the green weenie, okay? Like, there's a... Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, the gay jokes. We could roll on for days. I, I Well, we can get canceled for that kind of stuff, because people don't find them funny anymore. I, I, I think they're hilarious. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> like, I don't know why. It's like, you know what? I think a lot of people in that community as well find that type of stuff it's funny. funny. Like, it everybody is. has a sense of humor. In the pro- Like, cancel culture is what it's, screws it up. Cancel yeah. culture. Office. Yeah. We yeah. never... Like, it's the, like the, the BLM sh- movement. Like, I, you know, yeah. like... Most of the time at the BLM movements, or most of the time when you see BLM shirts, they're on freaking a bunch of woke white chicks. They're not even on black people. True. They're not. Factual statements. Fact. Now, do you have this thing already pulled up on your on there? No, it's going to be on. Well, it's it's here and on here and oh, here. Oh, good. And here I'm, and here and there. Okay. Yeah, here, 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 everywhere, everywhere. So I'm going to let you take the take the reins on this one because I I'm going to chime in because I kind of I have my own opinion on I this. I guarantee you're going to chime in a lot on this. I- <laughs> I guarantee you are going to chime in a lot on this. So we're going to talk about something very controversial today. Very, very controversial. And it's something that has gone widely overlooked. And I think it's nice us being former military members that we can actually speak up for the members in the military. Since I actually started speaking out about this stuff, I've had a lot of people contact me. And there's a lot of people that are pissed off about it because it's going unrecognized. So back in 2015. I got out the year prior. Thank God. So back in 20, what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is we're talking about the integration of females into combat arms in the military. 
That's what we're talking about. So back in 2015, the United States Marine Corps actually published a very large document. They did a study on mixed gender units and straight male units in combat arms fields. Are you aware of this? No, I'm not, but I'm, so, I'm listening. So the Marine Corps actually put out a doc, and this is something that's publicly known, but we're going to touch on it okay. because most people that follow this, most people that know about it, have already heard about this like summary from the Marines. And what the summary from the Marines said is the Marines came out and they were like, look, integrating women into combat arms actually weakens the force. Okay. They, they, the Marines, good on you. You guys actually came out with like good information. You actually put out the truth, which we like here on this podcast because it's called Speak the yes. Truth. So, and it found by and large that regardless of what it was, everything down to weapons accuracy, to removing casualties, to combat effectiveness, that mixed gender units were less effective. So when we talk about integrating the force, the military is a machine. It's made for winning wars. It is not for political woke agendas. Okay. So whenever we make a change in the military, what should our first question be? Does this improve the force and does it improve lethality? The Marine Corps study found in 2015 that no, it does not. So, so the image he's looking at right now, we have it actually pulled up. So make sure we that, make sure Charles Charles gets that image. So if you guys are watching on the YouTube channel right now, you can actually see the image he is talking about because it says accuracy. Yep. I think it says accuracy by gender. And accuracy by gender. And it shows that males outperform women just even in weapons accuracy. You know, something very, very basic. Yes. You know, especially for Marines who claim every Marine is a marksman. They're a marksman. Or a, I'm sorry, every Marine is a rifleman. Or a rifleman that eats the shit out of some crowns. Yeah. Tons Fucking of crowns. Crown but, and I'll, they've embraced their crane eating heritage. They do. They, do. they really they, have. I mean, I've seen a lot, a lot of guys actually eating literally crown cakes. Like cake, they like their birthday cakes were shaped as Crayola like red crowns. Right. See, it's actually kind of it's kind of funny. I want to throw it out there. By the way, uh, we're not sexist in any sort of way. We're just trying to make sure everybody has an understanding. We were trying to talk, trying to trying to talk to here. I have a daughter. He's got a daughter. I like girls. Right. And, no, and, we're not yeah, sexist in any way. What we are is we're pro winning, pro winning wars, yes. and we are pro surviving war yeah because i've done it twice pro surviving war and that goes down to anybody that can't hack it male or female however you yeah. can't ignore data we have been with males that should have never been with us that's a fact i, fact. I want to drop I had, the names right now but i don't I, feel like getting sued i don't even know who the, f the guy's name is i remember he showed the guy up, that he was, was crying and hurt he was a cook no the fucking, oh the, cook? the guy that reclassed the guy, yeah, yeah he was a re he well you can't say that either you gotta bleep that word out this My guy bad. shows up thinking he's badass, like from the fucking hood. Shows up thinking he's the shit. Day one contact, jumps face first on the ground, spread the fuck out. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? We're receiving contact, and he's laying on the fucking ground like a wuss. Thank you, and jotted off back to the, like guys that can be pansies as well. Anyway, keep going. Guys can be pansies, and women can be pansies. But overall, what we look at is combat effectiveness, and does it improve the force? And right now, based off this Marine Corps study, it says it doesn't improve the force. But wait, there's more. All right, so I actually got reached out to by an active duty service member, and I will leave it at that. I will say that he is a high-ranking enlisted individual within the United States military and was directly involved with studies that took place in 2014 at Fort Benning. Okay, Fort Benning, for anybody who doesn't know, that's the home in the infantry, essentially. That's where every single infantry... Actually, infantry and infantry officer, I guess I would say. Yeah, they, they have the infantry officer yeah, leader course there. They go there. But Everybody. they also they also consolidated it and they turned it into the maneuver center of, maneuver center yep. of excellence. I do know that. So I, I they took it and they consolidated that. it so that you have all of these different like uh, combat arms fields now that train directly out of Fort Benning, Georgia, and they do one station unit training there and they they school them all up and then they kick them out to the respective places. Now with that, 
when they first developed this maneuver center of excellence was right around the same time that they were looking at integrating females into combat arms. So what this particular group did with this information that this guy leaked to me and that he told me about, um, I haven't seen a single report and I looked. I haven't seen anything on it. It, it blows my mind, but it doesn't surprise me at all. So the way he describes it and the way it went down when they first decided to do this, they were going to take an all-male unit out of Fort Benning, and I'm going to actually keep the MOS for this unit kind of to myself as well okay? because I don't feel like this guy get in trouble. So they took an all-male unit out of Fort Benning, all right, and they, they launched a study, and they actually sent a team of folks down from D.C., all right, a team of Army officers down from D.C., and, and high-ranking high enlisted personnel to oversee the training that was taking place and to oversee the study that was taking place. At the same time, simultaneously, they went to Fort Jackson to an all-female unit, and they put them through the same tasks, and then they compared the two tasks. Yeah, I'm tracking. Against I'm each other. How well do you think that went? Like, I, I, I understand how it went. I've, okay, I've, so, I've done, this, done, this, done this thing a few times. Yeah, you've done it once or twice. So... This guy describes it not just that those people were there and observing, but they were also there in twisting the statistics on what happened. Actually brought up to the point where a particular E-8, a particular E-8 actually went in when they were on the hand grenade range. And then they were comparing, you know, the, do you remember going through the hand grenade range yeah. in basic? I do you remember the different sticks lines that you have to go through while you're there? Yeah. Like you got to throw a grenade 35 meters. You got to like crawl to a bunker, like a bunker, cook one off and yeah. throw it in there. There's another, yeah, like all that stuff. So... And then at the very end, they have to, like, culminate. And if you don't pass a certain number, then what they end up doing is, like, you can't throw your two life rags, right? Which is kind of – everybody passes. I don't know how – Well, you, it's a go. It's, it's a go, I, I don't no know go. how you can't pass It's that. go, no go. Yeah. It's go, no go. So the way they did it was they ended up looking essentially at as long as this grenade was thrown a certain distance. And I think their marker actually was, like, 15 meters. It wasn't even that far. They were like, as long as you can throw it past 15 meters, you'll be okay. Okay. And the majority, like the vast majority, he said that there was only one, because there's always going to be one, there was one guy that had issues that they ended up having to take back and retrain to get him down to like that 35 standard or the 15 beyond like that certain line. Well, this master sergeant actually went down and started pulling all the grade sheets. I don't know if you remember carrying around a grade yeah, sheet. I actually, you know what's funny is I still have all those grade sheets. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, I have every single piece of paper when I was in the military. They told me to keep everything. I know where they're all sitting right now, and I looked at them not, no probably two weeks ago. I still have all my grade sheets from, from basic training somehow. Jesus. They went through my unit. And I, it's just, I, I don't know why I have it why? all. I have everything. I don't know why, because it has my name on it, I guess. I don't know. I've got a disc that's been floating around in my trunk, and every time I buy a new car, <laughs> it goes to, like, one trunk, and it's got, like, all that stuff, like, an actual old school. Oh, I've got paper. Three and a half. No, it's a three and a half inch floppy. It's that's floppy how old disc. I am. <laughs> you were thinking of uh, CD. Like, no, it's a three and a half inch floppy. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, God. Yeah, man. So <laughs> this guy actually goes, and he starts digging through the grade sheets, and he starts pulling up data. And he starts taking all of this data, and he starts comparing it to the females, and he starts going down. And where everybody had originally passed on their grade sheets to whatever the standard was for the, the maneuver, set, maneuver center of excellence. And he started drawing like these arbitrary lines on them and being like, well, this guy didn't get it to this certain meter. So we only had so many people come down. And so he started marking that down and writing for whatever the hell it was and started skewing the statistics on that data. And they did that every single step of the way, all the way through certain things, even down to um, rappel towers. He said, even because rappel towers is one of the earliest things you do when you're going through. Right. And even though all of the people passed on repel towers, they would come over and they would start interjecting themselves in it and being like, oh, look, that guy's showing fear. So that's a that's a mark. That's a negative mark. That's a negative mark. That's a negative mark. Start going through it. Well, at the very, very end of this, they took all of this data and they compiled it. And what's, what was funny is back then, 
because we're talking not even 10 years ago, right? 2014. Yeah. So after they got done compiling all of this data, they actually took all of the drill sergeants down and like sat them in a room and they're like, okay, so we have completed the study. Here is all of the information from Fort Jackson. And here is all of the information from Fort Benning. And they compared it side by side. And wouldn't you know that the same exact thing was happening? Like the same thing that the Marine Corps study found is the same exact information that the Army study found. That females were not performing to the same rate as males on every single task across the board. Males beat them on every task task across the board. Okay. Not a big surprise, right? So they ended up taking them and being like, all right, so we're going to take this information and we're going to pull this down. Like guys immediately started taking out their cell phones and went to go take pictures. They were like, no, you guys can't have your cell phones out. Like take that down. And so this guy that I talked to just ended up jotting down all this statistical information and just running rampant on it. So probably one of the biggest um, statistical things that they had attempted doing was they actually had a list of tasks that they were looking at integrating. One of those tasks was taking a casualty and moving a casualty out of a vehicle. Oh, okay. I'm, I already know this is going to be a hard thing because there's no way that it's going to be a female that's going to lift a man of, of let's say, because so each here was, on here average. Was, here was the standard. Okay. Let's go over what the standard is. And what's funny is I actually have this standard. Okay. And we're going to post a link to this, by the way. Fine. Link in the description for you guys on YouTube so you guys can see exactly what we're talking about. And then if it's not there, it's because the Army saw this and they pulled it down and they're embarrassed and they don't want it to be there but i actually have the link to this information so the standard is is that you have to move a casually out of a vehicle estimated one and a half meters from the driver's seat up and out of the vehicle and one and a half meters sideways you do it in a buddy team okay all right so you and me would climb up on top of a vehicle lift a casually out and then move them you know one and a half meters to the side so one and a half meter vertical lift one and a half meter um horizontal not that difficult of a task should not be Standard weight was 207 pounds. That's because they have right gear. 188 pound soldier plus gear, mm-hmm. and they even they they had everything down to like ID card. Like they they listed all the equipment and gear that this individual would be down to an ID card. Now I would think that removing a casualty from a vehicle should be high is on the list. a pretty important task. Mm-hmm. So, guess how many males were able to complete the standard? So 70, two males going say, and pulling it out. I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe 75% of the males. Go higher. You know, higher? Really? Okay. Um, 100%. Okay. I was going to say there might have been some weak bodies in there. Okay. 100% of the males were able to complete that task. Okay. 100%. How many females, buddy team, completed the task? Uh, Buddy team. Oh, this is a buddy team exercise. I forgot about that. Buddy oh, team exercise. Okay, buddy team exercise. So you're talking um, probably 50, 60%. Would you be happy with 50%? No. percent rate there's no way that i could be happy because would you be, be happy with a 30 percent rate <laughs> I, I wouldn't be happy if they weren't doing the exact same as us what about a zero percent rate that's not real it is real oh no it's i i know oh, it's zero no, 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 percent no, no, no. you're no, telling me that zero percent of the females were able to do that zero so you had a hundred percent pass rate of the males that were able to lift a 207 pound dummy out of a vehicle one and a half meters vertical and one and a half meters sideways and zero of the females from Fort Jackson completed that task. Zero. Zero. Hey, well, this is one of those kind of situations where I'm so, not saying that females shouldn't be in the military. There's just certain jobs that they shouldn't do. I can't, I can't birth the child. I can't. So this is one of those kind of tasks. So that leads people to ask the question that leads me to ask the question is what is the angle the military is pulling? Cause clearly what is a, are you, I already know this Obama came in and he started pushing all these bullshit 
left agendas during in the onto the military when I was there, when on my way out. Like I remember I had to literally pay. I was a married man in the military. I had to pay for my MREs in the field because he reduced the budgeting so much that we couldn't even buy MREs for people going into the field. Oh, you have no idea how bad that budgeting was with it, Obama. It, it got the so budgeting was so bad, our battalion could not afford toilet paper. That's a real thing. And people don't fucking even realize that. Everything. We couldn't, we it actually killed the amount of training we can do because we didn't have enough budgeting to, to train. We could barely, I think it was enough for one soldier to shoot the weapons qual like twice. See, this is, this is honor. This is true stuff that people don't even realize. That was back then. Now Trump came in, infused it. And I'm sure it probably hasn't gone down much since then because there's not really a lot that he could do currently. Uh, Biden that is, I mean, he, he's already ruined himself pretty much. I mean, what, what else, else is he going to do? What, what else is he going to no, do? Nobody mm-hmm. likes the guy. But that's the uh, that's the thing. So when we look at the actual studies that were taking place, and we have mixed genders that are coming in, the Marine Corps says it's completely and totally unsat that it shouldn't happen, and then that gets completely ignored. Then we have the Army does its own study and finds that not only do they underperform against males, but they also can't even remove casually from a vehicle, like zero percent in this basic training unit. We're capable of doing that. So when people are talking about like, well, females can perform these jobs and we have them on the front line on it, you know, the front line in the line on terror. Okay. I am not taking that away. We have female silver star recipients and everything else, but I also propose another question. If females have been on the front line of the war on terror, as all these woke liberals are projecting, where is a female medal of honor recipient? Why do we not have one? So, well, what it's about those? Not a uh, thing. What about that? Like, so. They they have been, and and the thing yeah. is, is that we've been so focused on saying, okay, well, we've had females in combat, and we've had females out here doing combat type roles. Don't you give me started that have been medals. doing it, but we we're also basing that. And what's funny is that this link that we're going to have also actually talks about this to where we've been focused on counterinsurgency, and that we need to develop a more lethal force and a more uh, versatile force that's capable of doing other things. And so when we have women that are filling these roles on like fobs going out doing combat patrols or and at times living like limited times, very, very limited situations where that has actually happened, we haven't actually got the statistical data. But what we do have statistical data on shows that if we do go to a more like combat type role and we're, we're doing more direct engagements that all of a sudden the women are actually weakening our fighting force. There's going to be more injury and illness and... Yeah, that doesn't even go into the injury portion, right? That doesn't even go into the injury portion. Like, I, I didn't even touch touch on that mm-hmm. to, like, the percentage of injuries that end up being high and the percentage of uh, VA disabilities and stuff like that that go through it. Didn't even touch on that. That's, all, that's a whole it's nother crazy. topic. It's all, it's actually all got started because it was more political than anything. And it, literally, that's all it was. It was a political agenda to make a more unified fighting force when, in fact, the only thing the military's job is on planet Earth, our, ours is, is to make sure we don't lose fucking wars and state. Like, that's the only job they should have. Literally, that's the only objective they should have, is never to lose. Not not to how how many females or how many bi- bisexuals or what, what, what do we want to call them? I, I, don't I care know. less. You know what? Well, if I, integrating transgenders into the military made it a more effective fighting force, we would have the military stocked with trans I would, I, yeah, We would I have, care. if, the, if integrating them. females, if integrating females into the military turned into a more lethal fighting force, recruiters would be targeting them left and right because we want to get that going. That's actually like very, that's a good up. point. They would be targeting that. Yeah, that's a good. That's actually a really good point. We're not. We're not. And you don't see, you don't see 
active duty personnel, you see very few and far between active duty personnel that are actually putting it in there. What you will see in a lot of these comments is you will see, and I, I want to hear your take on this. What you will see is you'll he hear people standing up. Like I had a Canadian online attempting to stand up and being like, look, man, we've got like women that were integrated and I've seen them perform in combat overseas in Afghanistan. Well, that's good. But the Canadians really, they haven't done much since World War II. What, what's your take on Israel? Because that's another thing that people end up quoting is Israel's and saying, well, the Israelis right. have like 100%, like everybody's got to go serve, and they've got an integrated female force. But they don't fight in any wars. They only they literally just sit on their own their own country. They just sit there and just... And defend. Defend. That's all they do is they put up a defense, which they have to, which is not... I mean, they're going to have to to the end of time. But what I'm saying is they don't, they don't, they're not actively going out and like... Being the world police, which we have been for the last twenty, I, you know what? Since World War One, since World War Two, so I'm gonna say yeah. World War One. We came in and we we did the same thing we did in World War Two. We saved everybody's asses at the end of that thing. Same thing as World War Two, but since World War Two, we literally been we have been the world police. Well, the idea has been stopping the spread of communism, which yeah, which we've talked about before. Stopping right. the spread of communism, which is never gonna happen. I mean, no, never gonna stop it. No, it's even spread to the U.S. But the, the bottom line, yeah, I'm dead serious. Man. <laughs> I know what I was like. I get it. I'm dead serious. I know. I get it. No, I, I don't think integrating them, and I'm saying this not because some people will take this incorrect way. I like there's so many things a female can do that I can't do. Like I said, birth a child. My my girlfriend, by the way, she's much more organized than I. She does. She her handwriting's much better than I for one. She cooks a lot better than I do too. And there's no way in hell that that five foot. 104 pound girl is going to throw a 200 pound person on her back and carry her across the world. That's just not going to happen. So, you know what, here's something else that we ought to talk about as well. So when they first integrated females into ranger school, when they first female integrated females into ranger school, um, I do I, know the standards were actually I had, dropped. They, well, so yes and no, yes and no. So there used to be a particular run route for the five mile run and things like that, that they would do out there. That was very treacherous. And then they switched it from go, one that was, and I don't know if it's changed since then, since the last time I looked at this, but it did change right around the time that they started integrating the females to where it was, uh, you basically left um, the obstacle course and you ended up running out and you would make a right turn and then you would go up like, you you would go through these woods, wrap around a road, and then you'd have to run up this big ass hill and then the turnaround was on this big ass hill and you had to turn around and come back down. And it was like a lot of up and down and like this fucked up shit. Since then, they had changed it and now it's like a more flat route where you leave the obstacle course and you basically go straight out and you come straight back and it's more or less flat. So they've done things like that. Additionally, um, they gave them additional recycles from what I've been told by some of the RIs that were down there. And one case in particular, now being a, um, we call them LOMs, lack of motivation, right? Like if you have lack of motivation, that's a DNR. Do not return. Do mm -hmm. not pass go. Do not collect $200. Get yeah. your ass out of here and don't come back. So one of the females, one of the first three that graduated, um, when she was down in Florida phase, after she had already had multiple recycles, when she was down in Florida phase, she was supposed to be carrying the 240 Bravo. 28 pound machine gun. Mm -hmm. roughly. That's without ammo. 28. Yeah. 28 pound machine gun without ammo. Normally you have about a hundred round start build in it. 20 up, 28 pound machine gun without ammo. So Florida phase is the last phase of ranger school. This female shut up Hershey. This female actually took the 240 Bravo and threw it down and quit. That's a, that's who I, that's who I want on that's my a, team. That's, that's a DNR. That's exactly that's who I want. That is a DNR. That is a do not return period. And like, Every single male that would have done that would have got DNR'd. Yeah. They took her, pulled her to the side, and told her not to quit. It encouraged her to keep going. And allowed her to get back into training. After hours of being away, from what I was told. I just, I, 
I want to. I feel like I got to keep saying this. You know, it's it, the reason why this is so, it's it's not a good thing. It's because it, it it shows so, that we are weakening. Here's the deal. Force. Here's the deal. Females in the military that want to move into male professions. Everybody always says like, if females can meet the standard, then they should be there. And most people, logical thinking human beings, would agree with that. Yep. If the standard was able to be kept the same, then they should be allowed to do that job. Most logical thinking people would agree with that. The issue is not whether or not there is females that can that do exist that can meet the standard. That's not the issue. The issue is the military's job integrating it and 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 just blindly looking at studies like these ones. Females want to be respected when they go in those fields. Females want to be respected when they get to whatever combat arms unit it is. But every time the military drops standards, every time the military changes standards, it automatically, no matter if that female is or is not a top performer, they are going to get looked at differently because of the way the military has handled this. That within itself is going to breed distrust within that unit and distrust and, and, and just tear apart cohesion. When you destroy cohesion, when you bring up doubt in a combat unit, you make a less effective fighting force. Yeah, I agree 100%. So if they're going to if they're going to do this, the military needs to get off its ass and say, you know what, here is a standard, the standard that we hold males and females accountable to. And that's that. When the military integrates them, they need to hold everybody to one standard. One standard across the board. And when I talk one standard, I'm not talking about just physical standards. I'm talking about standard standards. We talked about it before on this program. Hygiene is a mm -hmm. standard. Uniforms is a standard. Now I get that there's certain things like body armor, like you know, certain females with like larger breasts need different types of body armor and things like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about standards. A standard is a standard for a reason, and it should remain that way. No, I'm, I, I agree 100. I'm just I'm letting you take the, the wheel here. That's that. No, I get it. I and, 100%. And if the military I, I, yeah. wants, if the military wants, and I'm I'm going out on a limb here and saying I'm speaking for the vast majority of males that are currently serving. If the military wants males to respect females in those respective units, in those respective job fields, they need to have a set standard and stop changing it. Even in this study, in this link that we have, like one of the initial things that they were looking at having was a minimum of three to five, I think it was three to five pull-ups that females and males both would have to complete. It's not a thing anymore. They did away with that. And then they brought up the leg tuck. And then because the leg tuck, they were having problems, it was like only 30 or 40% of females could pass the leg tuck event. Then they were like, we can't do that anymore. So they went back to the APFT. And now they're going over and they're, they're coming up with like new tests that they can get like higher pass rates on. I was a part of the, the study, matter of fact, I don't know if you know this, for uh, coming out with a new, uh, new, new PT test. I did not know that. Yeah, I was. I was one of the, the individuals selected to go and do it. And I did it because of it? Uh, uh, because how high my... They wanted, a, I guess they wanted to make sure people that had a high PT score and a low PT score and to come out with an average. That's when they were trying to come out with the like ammo can carries and, and right. dragging yep. and all that. Like I was one of the guys that was uh, a part of that because I remember we went for PT one morning and there was like 20 different obstacles laid out and we had to do all these different ones, timed events. I did not know that. Yeah, I did those. I did do them. And I don't know what came of that. But I also ran a, I think it was a mile run. It wasn't two mile. They timed me on a mile. Yeah, as far as the run, I, I really don't care about the running. No, I'm just, I'm just I, saying I mean, that, that was like one when of you're in a combat arms unit, you're going to run five miles a day. Yeah. You know. know what I mean? Like, you run. That's like the base. Like, you got to have good cardio. So, facts. Bottom line, bottom, bottom, bottom line, they need to have a standard and they need to uphold everybody to that standard, especially when they're integrating. And the military, as a fighting machine, needs to stop and it needs to focus on what is effective for the fighting force. Period. End of discussion. Well, tell me I'm wrong. Go ahead. Drop it in. Call me a sexist. I don't care. 
But you know what? Facts don't care about your feelings. Thank you, Ben Shapiro. And it is very clear in all of these numbers that women do not perform the same. Thing <laughs> there you go. Well, I hope, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to him kind of go on a rant there. We, we were talking about this before this thing kicked off. And I'm saying, I'm going to let you take the reins on this thing. Just let you get after it. And I'll just kind of be here chiming in. Just going to let you rage. And, I, and he did. And he did everything that I, I thought and knew he was going to do. Well, I hope you guys did enjoy this over here on this channel. Please do me a favor. If you're not subscribed already, I do love you. We're going to hit you guys with some sweet succulent content here very, very well, probably tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs>